It is cold up here in northern Nebraska right now, and my hands are cold. Uh, I wanted to talk with you a little bit about what it's been like through the holidays, because for many of us, December is a month where we might be doing our own personal writing, our own personal work. Maybe we're not advertising and marketing quite as hard. Now, I will say that partly I regret not putting a lot of effort in compared to my normal volume of effort in December. Uh, and part of me, I want to give myself a little bit of grace, I guess, to say, hey, I understand that when the family is all underfoot and there are a lot of different meetings that you're going to and gatherings and festivities, that it can be challenging to stay on task quite as well. Um, but more importantly, and let me just do a quick aside, my children got a headset for their Nintendo. There they play online with their cousins. And for some reason, they believe that they have to yell into the headset in order to be heard. We have told them at least a billion times so far that they can just talk normal. It's not getting through their brains. So they're children. What can you do? Eventually, they'll grow up. Is that a horrible thing to say as a father? Well, if it is, don't tell me. You know, I'm doing my best. This is TRBM, a podcast for authors who are serious about earning a full-time living selling books to readers. I'm the host, Jody J. Sperling, and each episode, I'll share with you practical tips on marketing and selling your books. And I won't hold anything back. Sometimes I fail. Every time I do, you'll know it. Sometimes I succeed. And when I do, I'll give you my step-by-step -step replay so you can succeed too. Thanks for listening. So the holidays did derail me, but I think importantly, mental health kind of derailed me. Uh, I don't know about you, but there is something about the season that that can be challenging. You're hearing from your parents, you're hearing from your brothers and sisters, your extended family. And suppose that you don't have the best relationship with everybody in your family, um, but you have not gotten to a place in your life yet where you're willing to tell those people to go eat sand. I think the term is pound sand, but I actually like eat sand better because pounding sand hurts a little. Eating sand is deeply unpleasant and also digestively not cool. So I would like to tell some people in my family to go eat sand. And in fact, one of the things that I did, and maybe one of the healthiest things that I did is I, I told a specific family member just that. I told a family member to go eat sand because I had recognized a pattern of that person coming into my life, wrecking some havoc, me really going off reservation, having some of issues of my own. And, and a lot of times it's not just a day. It's not like a day that it takes me to recover, but it's a period of time, often weeks. And so that was probably the biggest marketing success I had this month of December was just telling a family member to go eat sand. Um, and I did it, I think, lovingly, but I also did it pretty directly. I said, hey, uh, for those of you who are familiar with Alcoholics Anonymous, I need you to be willing to do a step eight and nine with me before we are back in relationship. And that's going to require you to, to send something to me in writing because there's been enough harm done that uh, I'm not going to jump into a phone call in a couple of days and assume that you've taken uh, an inventory of, of the ways that you've wronged me. So, um, Maybe that's not a perfect application of Step 8, and, or excuse me, of, of Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, I'm not an active member. I've been in before. You know that I've on and off struggled with alcohol issues. But 
um, that's kind of where I came down is, is that I need a person to take accountability for the things that they're doing um, and be willing to make amends. And when you're willing to make amends, I don't expect perfection, but I expect that, that there's an open line of communication that you can admit that you have not done everything right in your life. Have you ever heard a person say before, I'm sorry you feel that way? That's not step eight and nine. And that is currently how this family member has approached anything in life where I've ever had any grievance at all is I'm sorry you feel that way. Um, that's not only not an apology, but it's actually a direct insult that my brain is broken, that my feelings are broken. Okay. So why does this all have to do with marketing? Because it's awfully difficult to make rational, positive decisions when you are emotionally, mentally in a spiral. And there are the people out there who would say the Grant Cardones of the world, the Alex Hormoses of the world, probably um, there are just many, many other marketing gurus who would say the best thing to do is just go forward anyway. Don't make excuses, blah, 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 blah. And in some regard, I agree. In some regard, I agree that there is a point where you cannot continue to wallow in your own sadness, grief, frustration, and challenge um, if you're not willing to do something about it. And so I think that's where I would, if I don't differ from them, that is where I align with them is that first you have to make sure that your house is a safe place. Make sure your house is a safe place so far as you can. And that I think will take care of a lot of the problems that you might face. Um, because again, what you find is if a person is on the attack or if a person is able to uh, uncenter you, if you are uncentered by a person, whether you could be a more mature person and deal with that and, and whatever it might be, if you are uncentered when that person is around, then get that person out. And if you're willing to do that, I think then a lot of really positive beneficial things can happen. What is author marketing mastery through optimization, you ask? I'm gonna tell you. It's the best way for us authors to make a living selling our books. Are you tired of hearing gurus tell you your book is only good enough to be a lead magnet for services? Are you tired of feeling like you have to be a slave to social media and then frustrated when the time you spend doesn't actually help you sell books? I was too, until I found Ammo. Ammo is the only program that reliably produces results and it works for anyone. Is it hard work? You bet. Do you have to overcome some of your own prejudices to make Ammo work for you? Absolutely. But rather than being another program that rah-rah shish-goombahs tries to get you emotionally excited only to offer unclear methods, Ammo shows you how to design profitable ads step-by-step -step through a unique, highly tested and targeted formula. The founder, Steve Piper, is a data-loving, formula-driven author who escaped the kingdom of Amazon to build a platform for himself, where he sold directly to his readers and built a loyal following and millions of copies sold. With Ammo, you know who's reading your books, how to contact them, and what they want to read next. If you've always been frustrated with Amazon's wall of mystery of not knowing who's reading your books and losing 50 to 70% of your hard-earned money, that you're making through sales. Ammo solves all of those problems by putting you in the driver's seat and showing you how to fulfill your books directly to your readership. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. I want to leave that, let it sink in for a moment. Get your house to be a safe place. 
take action on getting your house to be a safe place. Don't complain about your house not being safe and then do nothing because that is in your control. Okay. That is in your control. That is something that you can control. What you can't control is how the other person will behave. So that may come down to blocking a phone number, blocking social media accounts, blocking, 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 anywhere you can cut off communication. Let them know that there's a period of time where there's no relationship and that probably is healthy and okay and good. And then don't, don't regret doing what you need to do for yourself. Even if later you come to realize that you were at fault. Maybe you should have handled things differently. Maybe you shouldn't have cut off communication. Maybe you had more blame that you didn't realize was there. I can't tell you what your journey is, and I can't tell you how I'm going to feel about my journey right now, five years, five months, five days from now, honestly. Um, I do the best I can to make the most reasonable choices from the most centered emotional place I can. But that is what I would recommend is take action on those things, have a safe place. And once you've done that, then you think you'll see really amazing things start to happen on a consistent basis. The other thing I want to talk to you about is uh, health and nutrition, because this is something that I have been focusing on. My wife called me crazy because I started a new nutrition plan for myself before the new year, which means that like yesterday when everybody went over to the in-laws to hang out and celebrate on Friday night, I ate a little bit of, of uh, meat. And that was all that I had because my current diet is uh, beef, salt, eggs, and water. Uh, a little bit of pork, a little bit of chicken, but basically you're looking for high fat cuts of meat. Then there's a, a name for this. It's called the carnivore diet. I was convinced that it was uh, something that I should try. And January is World Carnivore Month. So I thought, what a great time to try it. Uh, I started a little bit early because that's my nature. I like to jump on things as soon as I feel excited about them um, and use that momentum to carry me through. Um, and I'm really glad I did too, because I'm starting it when normally I would be ramping up for a lot of like indulgence and overeating and drinking and all of that kind of stuff. So I feel like it was a good moment to say like, let's start with the hardest days of the week because I'm really excited about doing it right now. Then I've got a weekend out of the way and I can go into the week where there's a lot more predictability. There's a lot more routine. There's a lot more ease uh, about creating the moments that I want to have. So I'm happy about that. If you are a podcast listener and also receive my newsletter, You've heard some of this, so I'm not going to go too deep into the weeds on the carnivore diet, but I will leave some resources in the show notes for this podcast episode. Uh, if you don't know what show notes are, wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple, uh, directly through Substack where my podcast is hosted, it's just the text that is associated with the episode itself. You click on the episode and it'll open up a whole bunch of text with links. You just click the words that are underlined and that is how you get to the links that I'm sharing with you. Most people know that, but occasionally it's good to just remind you that's how you get to the show notes and um, learn more. So I'll leave some links to learning more about the carnivore diet. You probably think I'm going to die of heart disease if I do this. Um, I assure you there is a, an abundance of research that shows that this is actually one of the most heart healthy diets um, in existence. And you probably think there's no way you could do this for a lifetime because it's so restrictive. My hands are up right now. All I know is that through uh, three days I feel better than I have felt uh, in memory. And I, I want to be completely honest about why I feel better because I think that there are a host of reasons. One, I think I feel better because I uh, made my house safe. Well, we were just talking about that. I think that that um, 
had a, a ripple effect that's been going for several days now. And I'm, I'm just settling into the reality that I didn't get a response from that message. Um, and it, it went out. It was received. I know that it was heard. And I know that the, the the person that I sent it to has the ability to respond if that person wants to and is choosing not to. And that's okay. I think in almost a sense, that's like the most respectful thing that person could do. So I feel good about that. Um, I think that has helped. Also, uh, I have not had any alcohol for several days. And I think that that always is um, an emotional boon for me. Now, the funny thing is, is that when you're on a regular drip of alcohol, I think that you can have some really high good moments um, and maybe even higher good moments that I'm having right now. But then you also have those really deep lows and the kind of the up and the down wears you out a little bit. Uh, so I think that that's a, a big piece of it. And the novelty, the novelty of thinking that I'm doing something for my health. I think that those three things play a really big factor. Oh, I'll get to the fourth one. Um, but I think those three factors uh, are, are a big deal for making me feel better. The fourth one is, is that uh, I, like I alluded to, or maybe actually I had a ditched podcast that didn't work out. So I'm, I'm re-recording. Anyways, um, the fourth one is, is that I've been having some good sales. I tried a new thing with ammo. It's a slight variation of what's taught in the program, um, but it's something that one of the members in the community uh, had said she was doing with great success. Then a friend that I have a private breakout group with also tried it and had some great success. So I took a lot of pains to rebuild uh, with this sort of tweak. It's the same basic form Format. It just lands somewhere different. So I'll talk about it a little bit more if I think that it's worth it. Um, early signs are good. And so I've been uh, 2x profitable the last three days. And it's been a while since I've done that. Um, December was a brutal month for me, um, where so much so that I had to really pull back my spending in order to, to not uh, tank our, our family budget. We don't actually have a budget, but tank our family, just basically tank us. So those are the things I think that contribute. There's no way I could know yet if this carnivore diet is really going to do all of the things that are promised. But again, check out the show notes. If you're the kind of person who's been struggling with depression, um, any kind of anxiety, if you're the kind of person who struggles with body weight image, uh, if you're the kind of person who's shy but feels like you want to get out there. So you, you might call yourself an introvert, but at the same time, there's this lingering thing in the back of your mind where you're like, I really like people. I just don't know how to engage with them. Um, if that is the way that you feel and you've settled for calling yourself an introvert because that's an easier way to deal with that anxiety, those are some reasons that I think that the carnivore might be something worth trying. I'm not going to do a carnivore podcast here. I'm throwing it out. That is what I am doing at the moment. You'll be able to tell me in many different ways if you notice a difference, because if it comes through on all of the claims that, that I'm hearing, uh, I'm going to be a very different kind of person going forward. And that's something I'm excited about. Um, yeah. So those, those, are, those are the two big pillars that I wanted to bring to you. What do they have to do with marketing? I think they have everything to do. It's almost like uh, if you've ever heard of prebiotics versus, versus probiotics. Prebiotics are the kind of food that you're supposed to eat that um, make your gut a great place for um, good bacteria to live in. Um, and then probiotics are actually those great bacteria that you want. Uh, that's the argument. <laughs> it's really funny that I used a diet, uh, a diet analogy when um, I would not do prebiotics or probiotics in the standard method right now on my current diet. Um, but anyways, the that, that that that's the analogy is that what I'm talking about today is the things that I think will get you ready to do some really great marketing going into 2024. Because today, if you are listening, is 
day one of 2024. What's it going to look like on day 365? What's it going to look like on day 200? What's it going to look like on day nine? These are the questions that we ask ourselves. I think it's very normal to just kind of assess and think yourself into the next phase. So uh, let's keep it short for today. Let's keep it uh, on the the preparation for a great 2024. And if you really want to dive in in a big way, I encourage you to leave a comment on the Substack. And I'm going to let you know that if you are one of the people who listens to this podcast through your email, because you get the the notification that there's a new episode and you click on it and you just play it, um, you actually have to click into the email to get to Substack to leave comments. You can hit the like button, then you can hit the comment button. Both of those will show up in the actual email if you scroll to the bottom. When you hit like or comment, it takes you to the Substack app. It may or may not ask you to subscribe before you make your comment. That's your choice. I'd love for you to subscribe. Actually, if you're getting an email, you're already subscribed, so scratch that. Just leave your comment. Let me know. Who do you want to be on day 365, on day 200, on day nine? Who do you want to be? What are the preparations that you need to do? How can you make your family safe? How can you address your diet so that you're healthier mentally, physically, emotionally? These are things I think that are worth talking about in marketing. And um, I have seldom come over here for very long or talked much about it, but it's something I'm passionate about and it's something I always want to do. Um, I'll finish up by saying that a lot in my life, I have made the choice to do what is ever, uh, like in terms of diet and health and all those things, I've made the choice to do what is instantly gratifying so that I can push that part of my life off to the side in service of spending the most possible time that I can uh, working, marketing, selling, writing, all of those kind of things. So if that means like I have to fight the craving to have a drink or have a drink and just sit down and write a thousand words, what do you think I've been doing? Having a drink, writing a thousand words hoping that my new energy momentum lasts. Gosh, it's the new year. Everybody makes new year's resolutions. So it's a, entirely possible that even by the time you hear this, I will have just completely jumped ship and gone back to the old me. And I don't hate the old me. I just don't think the old me can get quite where I want to go. I think I need to be a new me. I think there needs to be a ceremonial new me. And if I can hold on to some of those things, ideally, amazing, amazing benefits, rewards await. Okay, that's just me, my meanderings, my wanderings. We'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Thank you for listening to TRBM. The theme music was provided by the ever-talented Christopher Talon. And hey, if you liked what you heard, share this show with other readers because what's the point of telling stories if nobody's listening? Calling all self-published authors. If you live in the United States and you've always wanted to see your books in bookstores, this may be the most important ad you'll hear in 2023. Listen carefully. No matter where you are in your publishing journey, it's not too early to position yourself to pursue brick-and-mortar bookstore distribution. But if you're a self-published author, you've probably heard, getting your books in stores is next to impossible. That's no longer the case. For just $5, you'll receive a lifetime membership to the Self-Published Author Co-op. When you join, you'll have access to a members-only community with a detailed roadmap on how to get your books ready for bookstore distribution. 
joining our community does not guarantee bookstore distribution, as there's a limited availability each month to be a featured author. And that's why the cost of a lifetime membership is less than a cup of coffee. Whether you're just about to publish your first book, or you're selling thousands of copies a month, if you don't have your books in bookstores, the Self-Published Author Co-op is the easiest, most efficient way to get national distribution of your books. Click the link in the show notes to join now.